Hi, this is Brian Reisdell, your host. In this podcast, we are going to speak about the tips and tricks to succeed as a freelancer on Upwork. So let's get to it. I'll tell you a little story. I have the green computer science, and I've happened to work for a long time as a software developer. And when writing code, I could identify from miles away those who had a background in computer science or software engineering, and those who learned how to program online or on the job. The difference was easy. Those who had a background in those fields first, before jumping into writing any code, analyzed the scope for the project, the requirements, and did a bunch of diagrams to plan the whole approach. And the last thing they did was to program the code. On the opposite side, those who learned how to program online or on the job, almost everyone rushed into writing the code right away. And although the code might work fine, it couldn't scale or integrate well with other systems. So the takeaway here is that the same thing happens in the video mining space. There are those who onboard a client and they say, hey, yeah, you have an e-commerce? Okay, I will write my one-fit-all recipe campaign and yeah, I will implement that and that will be the solution or I will use my top 10 audiences I have in my notebook and yeah, those will work for you. Well, that's wrong. There's a process to implement and there's a process specifically I implement when I onboard a new client that works really well for me to not only know what they want, but also to know what to run, what type of ad campaigns, what funnel to design, what audiences to include, and what message to communicate. So all of that is the key to success to a properly created ad campaign and also a properly designed sales funnel. The way I do it is by implementing a process I have in place every time I onboard a new client. The first step of the process is to send them an onboarding questionnaire. That onboarding questionnaire is basically, in my case, a Google form. Before that, it was a Google Doc, but I found that the form works best for me. You should definitely find the format that works best for you, as long as you include all the information that you need. In my case, I asked them for information about their company and the target audience. From their company, what I asked them is, for example, all the company name, the main URLs, such as their website, uh, social profiles, blogs, if they have, and more. Then I ask them for their main activity, for a description of what they do, what they sell. Uh, also, I ask them to mention their competitors because it's really important. We'll see why later, later on. Then I ask them to tell me the reasons for people to buy their products or services and why they should choose them uh, above their competitors. About the target audience, I ask them the demographic information such as gender, age, location, and also things like job title, um, hobbies, if they are married, if they have children, things like interest, websites people visit, influencers they follow, and if they have a lead magnet or something to offer to their target audience. 
Why do they ask for all of this? Well, let me put a simple example. You want to build your audience, let's say, based on interest. So let's say we are speaking about golf players. So how would you target them? Would you go to the ad set level, go to the interest box and type golf? Is that it? Well, what I do is different based on the information the client fills out. And it's basically try to go deeper with stronger interests. So let's say with the same example, golf players, I'll say, hey, okay. So golf players use an outfit to play, okay? What are some of the brands they use? Golf players use some balls and clubs, okay, what are those brands? Also, they play some tournaments. Besides the world-famous tournaments, they also play some niche tournaments that are not so widely known by the non-target audience. So what are the names for those tournaments? Same for the websites they visit because they might want to be up to date with the latest golf information. So they might read magazines, visit some websites, and also they might follow some influencers or public figures related to the field. So I'd ask those questions because those could be your main target audiences and translated into the ad campaigns, those could be your main ad sets. You might want have one for the influencers, one for the competitors, one for the brands related to the field, one for the tournaments. Of course, we'll see how we are going to structure the campaign in the second step. In the second step, what I do is a research. Basically, I first analyze all the things that the client filled out in the questionnaire and try to assess whether the interests, for example, that they entered in the questionnaire are available for selection on Facebook because maybe they mentioned some competitors that are not well-known and therefore are not on Facebook. Maybe they mentioned some magazines that are also not available on Facebook and the list goes on. So we need to assess what information is actionable. That means what information we can use of all the information they have provided us with. Then I'll also check what their competitors are doing uh, on ads. I mean, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Facebook has something called the Facebook ad library. You can Google for that. And basically what you can do is you can select any country you want and you can type the brand name and basically you will find the, the Facebook page for the brand and you will see all the active and inactive ads they are running or they have run. And that's great because you not only get to spy on your competitors, but also to suggest great ideas to your clients. So, okay, as a third step, we have now the sales funnel proposal. So, so far we have covered the important questioner. As a second step, you have done your, your homework with the research, and now it's time to propose something with the client, to the client, sorry. But you won't be proposing something to the client based on assumptions. You'll be proposing something to the client at this point with information they provided you with. And you might ask me, hey, Brian, um, 
What if the client doesn't provide me with some of the information you're mentioning? What if they don't fill out all the information? They tell me, I don't know this, I don't know that. What do I do in that case? Well, you should jump on a strategy call with them and ask them those questions again in a different way, trying to read between lines and asking them commitment in, on their part to um, to fill that out as thoroughly as possible because that's the foundation to your job and that's the difference between succeeding or failing. It's the truth. And when you explain that to them that way, they get it. Believe me, they get it. They don't get mad or anything like that. They get it because they want to succeed with this as much as you do. So they will answer that. And that let's say they don't. Well, you should tell them that you will need to invest then in a discovery phase. Like you will need to propose based on hypotheses and further research you will need to do uh, what their potential audiences might be. And then uh, they will need to invest time and money in discovering who their target audience is and what they can offer to them. Uh, maybe it's a lead magnet or something else for them to engage with the brand and buy. So believe me, they won't want to do that because it's time and money for them. So if they know the answers and you ask the right questions, they will answer them to you. So as a third step, as I mentioned, we'll need to design the sales funnel. A sales funnel basically is the process that the customer goes through since they know you or they know your brand until they buy, okay? It basically has three main phases, awareness, consideration, and conversion. You can find a lot of different phases if you Google for that, but keeping it simple, we have those three mainly. So awareness is about someone being aware of what your service is about, what your brand does and offers, or what your product is about. Consideration is someone that is looking for something that like the products or services you're selling and you need to try make them interested in yours. Conversion is, is when someone is super, super <laughs> engaged and it's defining whether they are buying from vendor A, B or C. So you will want to make them go for your choice. But I mentioned this because you need to design a conversion funnel. I mean, there are products that are what we call impulsive products and they are going to buy right away and there are that need more consideration. So if you have, for instance, a high ticket product, you, I wouldn't recommend you create a purchase campaign, for example, for people to buy a 10,000, 50,000 or even 5,000 product right away because that won't happen or is not likely to happen. So you need to nurture them. You need to create an awareness, a com uh, consideration, and also conversion campaigns. So you make sure that you nurture all the audiences in all those levels until they are ready to buy, okay? But that's for some other episode. I will create an episode with a framework I use uh, to do just that. So let's keep it for this episode about the onboarding. So once you propose the 
the strategy, the set of campaigns. It could be just one campaign sometimes, depending on whether it makes sense or not to have more than one, or if the budget of the client is not that high to support one or more than one campaign. So it could be just one campaign or multiple campaigns, but that's what this step is about, okay? Proposing the client a plan to move forward. After the client is on board with the plan, you should validate, by the way, each step with the client. It's my best advice so you don't work in vain because if you, let's say, uh, don't present the proposal to the client and work on the implementation, then the client might say, hey, this is not good for me. So why did you bother to do the onboarding questionnaire if you're not going to validate your strategy with the client? So you present the strategy to the client and you say, hey, I want to run the campaigns A, B, C, and D with these audiences in each one. This is the ads as well, and this is what I'm planning on running. This is the budget I'm planning on allocating to each of these campaigns. What do you think? They will agree on that. And then, as the fourth step, you see the fourth, not the first, the fourth step, you move forward with implementation. And then, of course, as the fifth step, is the ongoing optimization, if you were hired to do that. But this is what... I do as a process, these are the five steps I use when having a client and when I am boarding a client. And if you are asking me about the details of the onboarding questionnaire, I will leave in the notes a link to mine so you can use it as a template and then use yours. I hope this was useful to you. And if you have any questions, you can write me at brian at bsrdigital.com. Thank you. See you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. It means a lot to me and it could mean a lot also if you could leave a nice review. And by the way, if you need more information, please go to freelancersbody.com and you will find useful guides and courses in case you want to go deeper. Thank you.